Thank you for tuning in to the Keeping It Real with KC podcast. A no-judgment zone podcast that covers lifestyle, entertainment, news, and sports. Even though KC doesn't watch sports. But these are minor details. (laughs) By the way, he reads tarot cards too. Yes, I really mean it. He reads tarot cards too. And now, the host you've tuned in for, K.C. Phoenix. Okay, it is finally that time for a sports episode. I have not done one in a month. Yeah, I think it's been a month or longer, possibly. And I told myself I have to do a, a sports episode. Because obviously lifestyle, entertainment, news, and sports. But as mentioned, I I don't watch sports, but I still enjoy learning new things, doing the article, reading the articles, and so on and so forth. So here we are. I found three articles I was perusing through. Sport my usual site, sportingnews.com. I love that site. And I was like, okay, let me see if I can find some stories that spark my interest. And I found three stories. So I shall start with Floyd Mayweather versus Logan Paul. Now, I did a story about Logan Paul not too long ago, which he had beat someone who was actually kind of seasoned in the UFC. I forgot what the guy's name was. You can go check back. It's back a few episodes Uh, probably a month ago and he had beat the person. So I'm like, Hmm, that was kind of interesting. But now he wants to go up against Floyd Mayweather and I have the article here. So this article will give all of the information in regards to the match and all that stuff. So let me start reading now. Retired former pound for pound boxing King Floyd Mayweather Jr. Will step back into the ring on June 6th for an exhibition bout with YouTuber Logan Paul at the Hard Rock Stadium in Miami, Florida. It's a boxing match that nobody necessarily asks for, but will happen. And it's certain that there will be a lot of eyeballs on the fight as the undefeated 44-year-old will give up six inches in height in some considerable size to his 26-year-old opponent who has... A zero to one in professional boxing matches. (laughs) The long rumored boxing match was originally slated for February the 20th, but was postponed indefinitely. It has now been rescheduled for June as details of the exhibition continue to trickle out. Mayweather was last seen in a boxing ring on New Year's Eve 2018 when he scored a first round TKO against Japanese kickboxer Tenshin Nasukawa. Which, by the way, I didn't even know that match happened. I actually thought the last fight um, Floyd had had was with Conor McGregor. And then I thought he was done. But apparently this was the last match he had done, which was in 2018. Okay, back to the article. He last competed as a professional in 2017 against MMA star Conor McGregor. Yeah, that's that's the one I was thinking of, see? And stopped him in the 10th round to improve to 50 to 0. 
His opponent in June will by far have the least boxing experience than any of his previous opponents. Paul is a massive celebrity who made a name for himself on YouTube, but has very little boxing experience. He's had one professional fight and one exhibition, both against fellow YouTuber KSI. The 2018 exhibition ended in a majority draw while KSI won the rematch in November 2019 with the six-round split decision. Maybe I'm getting Logan Paul mixed up with Jake Paul. Maybe that's what's going on. Regardless, let me finish this article. It's clear that this fight has less to do with being competitive than being an entertaining way for both Paul and Mayweather to make money. Also on the card, former NFL wide receiver Chad Johnson, who's expected to fight another former athlete or celebrity. Here's everything you need to know about the Floyd Mayweather versus Logan Paul exhibition boxing match, including the start time price, updated betting odds as the boxing legend and YouTube star meet in the ring. When is the Floyd Mayweather versus Logan Paul fight? Date is June 6, 2021. Pay-per-view start time is 8 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. Mayweather Paul main event, midnight. It says midnight, 9 p.m. Eastern, Eastern Standard. That's a typo. It's Midnight Eastern Standard Time and 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. The Floyd Mayweather versus Logan Paul boxing card will take place June 6th. The pay-per-view broadcast on Showtime, it figures, starts at 8 p.m. Expect Mayweather and Paul to make their ring walks around midnight. How to watch Floyd Mayweather versus Logan Paul. You can watch on Showtime pay-per-view in the U.S. and on Fanmeo, non-U.S. So if you're not in the U.S., Fanmeo. Never heard of it? I have now. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, what else? Also, it says, in addition to traditional cable and satellite services, the Mayweather versus Paul fight can be streamed via show.com in the U.S., while Fanmeo will carry the rights to pay-per-view outside the U.S. So also you can stream it on show.com. You don't necessarily have to watch it on TV per se. How much will it be? Showtime to be determined. So they don't have a price on this fight yet. On Fanmeo outside of the U.S. pay-per-view, it's going to be $49.99, which is very reasonable. I hope they don't try to charge $100 or something like that. So yeah, for the Showtime price, it hasn't been determined yet. Fanmeo has been determined. Let's see. Hard Rock Stadium. Okay, so Floyd Mayweather record in bio. Born February 24th, 1977. I don't know why I thought Floyd Mayweather was a cancer. I did not know he was a Pisces. Go figure. All right, height 5'8", reach 72 inches, total fight 50, record 50 to 0 with 27 knockouts. Logan Paul, April 1st, 1995. Oh, and Aries, the plot thickens. Height 6'2", reach 76 inches, total fights 1, record 0-1. 
I thought they were going to give the betting odds. They didn't show the betting odds on here, what the odds were. Not that we really need to hear it because obviously he's fighting Floyd Mayweather. We know what the odds are, but it would have been nice if they would have thrown those in there. But I digress. Okay, so that is the first sports story. This one caught my attention in regards to baseball because it's a baseball collection story. I have, believe it or not, I have a lot of baseball cards. They're not with me. They're actually um, somewhere else. (laughs) And I have them from the late 80s and 90s. I'm not sure how much they would be worth because I haven't went through them in decades. But yeah, this article, baseball card collection of Tampa Doctor on verge of setting auction records. Baseball cards these days seem to be at a premium, but the extravagant collection of one Tampa Doctor is about to be up for sale. But those would be target shop, but those would be target shoppers might want to look elsewhere if they're worried about paying too much for cards. According to a report from Fox 13 News in Tampa Bay, the collection is valued at more than $20 million with the leading card, a 1933 Babe Ruth. Goody. Card in good shape expected to sell at more than $5.2 million. The collection was owned by Dr. Thomas Newman, a neurologist in Tampa who passed away at age 73. The record for the most expensive card ever sold at an auction has not been around for that long. Last November, a 1952 Topps Mickey Mantle card sold for a record $5.2 million, according to USA Today report. In Fox 13's report, J.P. Cohen, president of Memory Lane, Inc., the vintage card collection company hosting the auction, the card is the only Ruth 1933, I believe I'm pronouncing this correctly, Goody, G-O-U-D-E-Y, Goody, gum card that has been authenticated as having a 9 out of 10 rating. The report said that because of its combination of rarity and condition, it is expected to break the record. Along with Ruth, other names found in his collection include Cy Young, Ty Cobb, Lou Gehrig, Ted Williams, Onis Wagner, as well as a 1952 Topps mantle card that could sell for more than $1 million. He loved what he called his paper babies, said Nancy Newman, Newman's wife. Oh, she's about to cash in. According to Fox 13, since I knew him for 20 years, he's done something with his collection every day. So there's a quick story on the baseball collection that's going to go for about $20 million. I think the point of that story is Hold on to your baseball cards for a long time. (laughs) All right. And then finally, for this sports story, this is in regards to PGA, about the purse payout breakdown. 
So PGA Championship 2021, purse payout breakdown. How much prize money does the winner make? It says the world's best professional golfers will converge in Kiowa Island, South Carolina. This week, vying for the PGA Championship title. This is an old, is this an old article? Is this new? No, this is four hours ago. Okay, cool. <laughs> but while the acclaim and the automatic bid for the next five years to the four major golf tournaments is a dream for all those competing, a win will also come with a nice payday. Colin Morikawa was the last golfer to take home the top spot in the PGA Championship when he won the event last year, taking home $1.98 million in prize money. It won't be easy for Morikawa to repeat his win. Just in his pairing, he's matched up against number five, Bryson DeChambeau, or Shambo, I should say. Bryson DeChambeau and 2021 Masters winner Hideki Matsuyama. Elsewhere, world number one, Dustin Johnson. Number two, Justin Thomas. Number three, John Ram. Number four, Xander Schauff. I believe it's Shuffle or Schauff. If you listen, if you watch golf, you know better than me. I'm just reading the article. <laughs> Among many others will attempt to prevent Morikawa from becoming the third golfer to win the event in back-to-back -back years. Below is the breakdown of the 2021 PJ Championship purse, including winner's share and how it compares to previous years in majors. PGA Championship Purse. The PGA Championship Purse is expected to be the same as in 2020 when the field split a prize pool of $11 million, the third largest pool of any major behind the U.S. Open and the Masters. How much money does the winner get? Colin Marikawa, the reigning PGA Championship winner, took home $1.98 million in 2020. PGA Championship Payouts. Okay, PGA Championship 2020. Colin Morikawa took home 1.98 million. Dustin Johnson took home 968,000. Matthew Wolf took home 404,350 dollars. Justin Rose took home 295,600 dollars. Xander Shuffle, I believe I'm pronouncing this correctly took home $252,123. Patrick Reed took home $192,208. Brandon Todd took home $156,500. Harris English took home $134,000. Byung Han An took home $94,571. Doc Redman took home $69,500. Victor Hovland took home $57,500. Tiger Woods, wow, Tiger came in 37? Sheesh. Well, something's better than nothing. Tiger Woods took home $45,000.
Ryan Palmer took home $31,594. Eric Van Ruin, Ruin took home $25,500. Kevin Stillman took home $20,000. Robert McIntyre took home $20,400. Jordan Spieth, or Spife took home $19,350. Chez Ravi took home $19,050. Matt Wallace took home $18,850. And Sung Kang took home $18,700. So that was the payout for the PGA of 2020. I just thought that was interesting as what people make because they invest a lot of time in training for these things. So it's kind of cool to know what the ROI is. <laughs> so yeah, obviously this doesn't include endorsements and everything else. But nice little payday. Nice little payday. So that is the update. And this is my sports episode. I, I told you guys, I, I don't really watch sports, but I, I enjoy reading the articles and talking about them because I learned something new. Just like I didn't know Floyd Mayweather had a fight after Conor McGregor. I thought Conor McGregor was the last one. So here we are. That's why I like reading these articles. That's all I have. Thank you for tuning into the podcast, KIRWKC.com, main podcasting platform. This podcast is carried on Apple, Spotify, Google, iHeartRadio, Pandora, Overcast, Bullhorn, Amazon Music, Audible, and several other podcasting platforms. Please feel free to continue listening to this podcast on whatever platform is most convenient for you. KIRWKC on all these social media platforms. Until next time, be blessed.